Hello, this is Frank. And this is Bobby. And you're listening to the audio portion of our TV program, An Overcoming Life. This is a program of anointed teaching and overcoming testimonies. If you want to be blessed, then keep listening to this program once a week. Please let us know if you were inspired by the program. Our address is P.O. Box 53, Tallahassee, 32302. And our email is intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. Welcome, friends, to An Overcoming Life. We have a special guest with us today. I know I say that on every program, but every guest is special because God sends them my way. I don't just go out and beat the bushes and hear they all come running in. I mean, God brings in the people that we have on the program. And today is a lady that we've known for how many years, Frank? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's years. over 30 years. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, we shouldn't say that dates us, doesn't it? We're not getting older. We're just getting closer to Christ. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, but our special guest is Linda Bolton Kish. Tish. Kish. Tish. 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 Sorry, I knew her when she, before she was married, it's Linda Bolton. And God's blessed her with a wonderful husband and... Her last name is Tish. you got to get used to that, Linda. <laughs> anyway, thank you for being on the program and uh, for sharing with us whatever God lays on your heart to share. I know it's going to be a blessing. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> start us off, though, to tell a little bit about your background. Did you come from a Christian family? Yes, I did. They, uh, <coughs> they loved the Lord and... Uh, I had uh, quite a few siblings, <laughs> and uh, at night we would pray together. And uh, my one of my sisters had polio when she was two years old, and we my mother and I would get us around, and, and every evening after dinner we'd get in uh, the floor in our living room, and we put my baby sister Kay in the middle, and we all would go around and pray for her. Oh, how wonderful! Yeah, and we all, even the children, if we had six siblings, and all of us would pray for my baby sister Kay, and God healed her. God healed her. Mm-hmm. How old was she? Two years old. She. I mean, when she got healed. Oh, right, but. I would say within two or three months after we did that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it shows you the importance of prayer, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you notice friends that Mm -hmm. they didn't just pray one time Mm -hmm. and they did and give up because they didn't see a manifestation. They persisted in their prayer. And I'm sure that they thanked God for what he was going to do too. And it come to pass, it produced, and uh, it will do with you. God's no respect to a person's. Amen. Um, go ahead with your uh-huh. life story here a little bit. Okay. So uh, <laughs> tell us more about yourself. Okay. Um, I remember uh, we were attending a Baptist church, and my parents, uh, we didn't live too far from the church and they decided to have a, a tent meeting and so my parents and I, my siblings we walked to the tent because it wasn't too far from the house 
in that night, I, I had decided that I was going to give my life to Jesus. So at the end of the service, he called for someone to come up, and I went up and received the Lord. And uh, I remember I was so excited. I was so excited, and, and we were walking home, and I and I was, I guess I was kind of jumping around and, and just excited. And I said, Mama, Mama, I feel so different. I feel so different. And she said, well, it's going to be all right. You'll be okay. You'll, you'll settle down. And I said, Mama, but you don't understand. I love it. I love the feeling, the joy, the, the happiness, you know. And she said, well, just settle down, settle down. But I didn't realize that they were settled down in their spirit. They didn't uh, feel the anointing of God. The, you know, they just relaxed in the Baptist church there. And so anyway, we uh, we walked on home and from then on I knew a difference in my life you know uh, and God began to speak to me and all and as I grew up um, I can remember at night sometimes the Lord would come and speak to me oh and, and reveal to me some things and and I thought that was normal. <laughs> I really thought it was normal. Now, could, mm -hmm. yes. could you expand on a point right there about, yeah. say, he spoke to you? I assume it was not an audible voice. No. But it may have sounded I, like it. Yeah, it sounded, but it was inside. Yeah, right? yeah, I knew because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't coming from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, okay. I, 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 I felt yeah, yeah, I felt that in my spirit and. Uh, uh, but I knew in uh, later in life I realized that uh, I was with the God when before I was born. When I was born, I had double pneumonia in my mm. lungs, and I was not supposed to live. And my granddaddy uh, sat up with me, with my mother, all night long. And the doctor told me, told my parents that I would die during the the night but my mother prayed over me and my granddaddy prayed over me and the Lord healed me and I of course I lived but but anyway when I got up about eight or nine years old I was supposed to go blind yeah, I was, blind. Blind. I was blind. And um the enemy was really after you. Yeah, he was after you. Yeah, and uh, but anyway, I remember uh, my mother putting patches over my eyes, and I had she had made an agreement with this doctor to take me to his shop, his uh, business after hours. And what he did to me was illegal, but I didn't know that. And he would uh, had to wear patches over my eyes, and uh, we'd go on a bus to his office, and he would drop stuff in my eyes, and he'd say, don't move, don't blink. You know, and it would, oh, it terrified me. But he said, don't bleed, because whatever he would eat, the end part of my eyes out. But I remember wearing the, the bandages and um, being on the bus, I could hear people talking and said, Mama, that girl, she's blind. She's blind. You know, and, and the, the people would say, shh, shh, don't talk. Don't say that. Don't say that. But I could hear them saying that 
I was blind. And I said, no. And I kept saying, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. But I would, she'd, Mom would take me home, and I would cry and pray and ask God, God, heal me, heal me. I don't want to be blind, you know. And, yes. of course, he did. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Do you think it was because of those treatments, or was it independent of the treatment? I think it was working with it, mm -hmm. you know, whatever whatever he was putting in my eyes, it was working. And I was praying and asking God to give me sight, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I think God did that, yes. Did you ever hear a diagnosis of what it was? Well, I was so young, I don't remember oh, what it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I knew that it was something that he wasn't supposed to do, <laughs> you know, it kind of... My mother mm. had favor <laughs> to be able to do that. Well, let know? me ask you, as you grew, did your relationship with the Lord deepen? Yes, it did. Um, I began to, <coughs> well, I really sucked the Lord. I, I would read my Bible and pray a lot. I remember as growing as a teenager, mm -hmm. I stayed in my room a lot, and I'm you know, sitting in front of the mirror, people, mother and them thought I was primping, but I was talking to God, you know, and I'd get off by myself, you know, and and think about the Lord and talk to Him and did stuff you, like that. Did you ever get a prayer language? When no, not at that time. No. Uh, my mother was, uh, some people had impressed her to go to a church that had that, and she wouldn't, didn't want to have anything to do with it, well, you know, back in there, them, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I was saved at 12, and um, and I've grown in the Lord. Um, and not long ago, I asked the Lord about this. I said, Lord, I really don't have a testimony. I've never been in drugs, and, you know, I never... <laughs> I never was an alcoholic no, no. and all that. And the Lord impressed on me, well, no, you have a good one because you won't have to deal with all those thoughts and all the addictions right, and right. stuff. You know, and I thought, well, I, I never thought of it that way. But, mm -hmm. it, you know, I've just been close to God. And, well, yeah, um, so it is that's amazing. a good testimony right there. <laughs> yeah. the healings, I mean. Yeah. You know, we, as I was listening to you, it, it just reaffirmed the fact that we can be as close to God as we want to be. Yes, yes we can. I mean, so, uh, if we're not in a close relationship with Him, it's not His fault, it's our fault. Mm -hmm. And if any, if we used to be closer to the Lord than we are now, and then we waxed cold and stepped back, God hasn't moved, it's us that's moved. That's right, that's right. But they can come back. Yes, they can. And they, it's not too late. If you've got breath in your body, Amen. you can have a close relationship with God. Will you look in the mirror or not? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I see you can. Okay. <laughs> I can resist. Uh, yes. Go ahead. Yeah, but, you know, I like to read this. Uh, in fact, my husband reminded me of this scripture this morning, and and I thought, well, oh, this is, this is going to be good. Yeah. It says, Lord, you know everything there is to know about me. You perceive every movement of my heart and my soul. Mm -hmm. And you understand every thought before it even enters my mind. You are so intimately aware of me, Lord. You read my heart like an open book. And you know 
all the words I'm about to speak before I even start a sentence. You know every step I will take before my journey ever begins. You have gone into my future to prepare the way, and in kindness you followed behind me to spare me from the harm of my past. Oh, praise God. Yes. <laughs> With your hand of love upon my life, you imparted a blessing to me. This is just too wonderful, deep, and incomprehensible. Your understanding of me brings me wonder and strength. Where would, where could I go from your spirit? Where could I run and hide from your face? If I go up into heaven, you're there. If I go down to the realm of dead, you're there also. If I fly with wings into the shining dawn, you're there. I fly into the radiant sunset, you're there waiting. Wherefore I go, your hand will guide me. Isn't that beautiful? beautiful. This is Psalm 139 in the Passion Bible. But it just shows God had in mind before we were born a destiny. He had a purpose for our lives. And the scriptures lets you know that there's we can't even move without God knowing about it. You know, and he he talks to us and he knows what's going on in our life and, and we're going through trials and tribulations. He's there for us. We might not understand what's happening. You know, he, we might not see him working in our behalf mm -hmm. as we pray, but he is working. But that's where our trust comes in, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very true. That's where well, our trust comes <clears throat> I know through your life you've had some times that of sorrow has it all been uh, Yahoo yeah. that's <laughs> yeah, true there's been times of sorrow and yeah. did you feel God's presence in a special way during those times of grief and sorrow uh, yes I did uh, you're talking about Edgar yes my husband uh, died of cancer and uh, 16 years ago and um, during the time I was reading reading my Bible quite often and praying and and all and uh, you know God gave me the assurance and the confidence in my spirit and uh, of course he was uh, truly a man of God and I did not want him to leave <laughs> but God had other ideas but uh, the thing about when he he left. He left me with a business that was unbelievable. And I've always been a housewife and I took care of children. And when he got sick, he wanted me to go into the business and run the business. And I didn't have any business experience. So um, I did it and I kept saying, Lord, I can't believe this. I, look, I need to be with him, but I had to run this business. So before he passed away, he had gone down to South Florida. Mm -hmm. And when some of the uh, hurricanes had made a, a, a tour up Florida mm -hmm. down there, yeah. and he had gotten 12 contracts no, to rebuild cabinets for the these different condos and stuff, you know, and he had to fill those contracts. And he said, Linda, you're going to have to do it. And of course, 
it, it was just overwhelming to me because I didn't know what I was doing. This is a cabinet business. And, uh, um, but anyway, um, at times I got so overwhelmed, I, I didn't know what I was doing. And I had some men out in my shop getting the cabinets ready and stuff. And I remember one day uh, I was standing at a... a well, okay, Lord. <laughs> I was standing at a cabinet there, and I was just overwhelmed. I thought I was going to lose my mind because these people were calling me and wanting to know where the cabinets were and everything. And, and I was saying, I'm doing my best I can. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I was standing there, and I kind of looked up. And behind me, I thought one of my men were working out in the cabinet shop, and I just couldn't deal with any more at that time. And I looked up and I had a reflection of someone standing behind me and I ignored it. I thought, you know, I had to deal with them later. And I thought, well, maybe they come in to tell me something that's happened out this shop and I didn't want to hear it. But eventually I decided I'd go out there and find out who it was. And I asked one of the guys, I said, Tom, did you come? did you want my attention? I said, I'm so sorry. I just needed a few minutes. And he said, no. And I said, you sure you didn't come to the door wanting my attention? He said, no. And then I realized it was Jesus. It was Jesus standing <laughs> behind me and I Her ignored him. Yeah. And, uh, and, it, and I just was, I said, oh God, you know where I am. You know, I need this help. Yeah, I need your help. So, but anyway, they loaded up a big U-Haul truck for me. And I said, okay, now guys, who is going to drive this down to Port Charlotte? And, and, you know, to deliver the cabinets. And none of them had driver's license. None of them. And I said, oh my gosh. So anyway, I said, I'm going to have to drive this truck down there with all these cabinets. So they had loaded it up and I had gotten a truck in the truck and I was crying going down the road, going down 75 and and I said, oh God, I need your help. I'm constantly calling out for God to help me. And at the time I would call Edgar on the phone and he, he was at home and mm -hmm. he said, you can do this, Linda, you can do it. You got to do this, you got to do it. And I said, but, but Ralph, I mean, Edgar, you know, I, you know, I'm not good at directions anyway and I've got to drive this truck, <laughs> you know. But anyway, I had to make, and when I got there, they had people to unload the truck for me and then I had to come back I had to do that about four different times hmm. and to take that down there and and deal with Edgar being sick and taking him for his treatments and it was almost too much it, it was overwhelming it was overwhelming but I got through it and I was able to fulfill all of those contracts Wow, what a good. blessing it, you know and uh it was amazing. God, he, every time I turned, he was helping me. He was giving me instructions what to do and all. And, and my sisters were saying, I can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe you're doing this. They were in Mobile, and they were calling me, how you doing, how you doing? You know, and I said, I'm making it. I'm making it. God is helping me with this, you know. So, uh, but that to me, that was a miracle. And then, yeah. of course, Edgar passed away, and uh, 
and I didn't even get to really uh, grieve his death because I buried him on, I think it was a Friday and uh, Monday, I, I had to be back at work, oh. you know, mm. and uh, that was devastating and, you know, I just didn't have time to grieve or whatever. Mm. And my girls would say, Mama, Mama, you hadn't grieved for Daddy yet. I said, I know, but I hadn't had time, you know, I was just bombarded with so much stuff going on. So anyway. I went to work. I had to. I sold me that business. Thank God. God brought me a fire. Hmm. Yeah. And but basically, I was just wanting to get out of it. I was just wanting to run, you know. And so I did sell the business and went to work at Walmart. <laughs> you know. So. Um, and that was a miracle there because I never worked before. I always been a housewife. And. Uh, uh, I found out that they were, you know, hiring, and uh, I went in and talked to Cindy at Walmart. And anyway, I told her my situation, and she said, well, can you start in the morning? <laughs> I told her, yes. <laughs> and I was a people greeter. I loved that job. I loved mm. people, and I loved to, to mingle with them, and mm -hmm. I... I, you know, help the elderly when they came in, and I feel like that was some of my calling is to take care of the elderly, you know, and and make sure that they have what they needed, you know, to work, to uh, to shop there. So that's about what that is going on. <laughs> and you have been married now uh, the second time. How long? Uh, seven years. My first seven. husband has been there 16 years. And I dated this man that I'm, I'm married to now for nine. And uh, that was a miracle. God brought him through Walmart. <laughs> and at the time, <laughs> yeah, at the time. Shopping for uh, Walmart. Shopping for a husband. Anything you need, you can find at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll get up. Hey, just sing the ladies. Don't go running away from me. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But anyway, uh, God has been good. And before I married him, I, I didn't realize. The last year, I realized God had showed me his picture hmm. and he was bald headed and I thought to myself, Oh, that's interesting <laughs> You know, and I thought, Oh, okay, you know <laughs> but he's very sweet, he is a gentleman. Long time ago we used to have gentlemen, you know, but yeah. now he he right. was brought up he's very he's a gentleman, I tell you what. Um, he waits on me. <laughs> he makes breakfast for me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he fries eggs and bacon. <laughs> wow. But uh, he's been so a blessing to me. <laughs> Frank does that. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's a blessing. I say he's yeah. my blessing from God, just like you. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. I tell you. God is good. He's given me two wonderful men to be in my life, and uh, we growing up together. You Let know? me ask you a few questions. Do you uh, feel the Spirit of the Lord talking to you? Do you feel His presence guiding you and directing you still? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. God is so good. He's so amazing. I, it just words you can't express the awesomeness of God. He he leads me. He directs me. He talks to me, and 
he hears what I say to him and he knows what I'm doing, you know, and times I get really frustrated, you know, and he said, be careful, you're all right, don't get in the flesh. <laughs> that flesh, we have to realize that flesh is dead, <laughs> don't resurrect. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, my life is, uh, it's been amazing. Yeah. But did God confirm to you that uh, you're, st uh, I don't want to call him Mr. Tish. Mm -hmm. Ralph, Ralph. Did he uh -huh. confirm to you mm -hmm. that Ralph was sent to you by him? Yes. Uh, in fact, when I started dating Ralph, he told me that uh, that he feels felt like Edgar was saying, "Take care of my wife," you know. Oh, yeah, and he he shared that with me, and that really made a big difference. Um, so I mean, Ralph is very sensitive to the spirit and oh, all, and he good. is a, a a very loving, caring person. You know, we may be watching a movie, and if it's very emotional, he'll cry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have any plans for the future? Uh, yes. I, well, you know, I, I really would like to to get me a, a house in Destin, Florida. <laughs> yeah. That's on your wish list. Yeah, and he would love to go to the mountains. He's from North Carolina. Yeah, and he bought a little house in the, um, the mountains. He has a sister there and a sister-in-law there. And uh, she wants us to move there. And, and he said, well, my roots are too deep here in Tallahassee. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, We've always enjoyed the mountains. Yeah, we love yeah. the mountains. Do you? Don't get good anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but we love the mountains. Uh -huh. So I can understand Ralph's love for him. It's nothing like a big old, mm -hmm. almost majestic mountain, mm -hmm. especially if it's in the fall and the leaves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're trying to plan a trip now to go, you know, with my, one of my sisters and uh, her husband go to the mountains. So we'll see how that works out. <laughs> Are you still working for Walmart? Uh, no, uh, I, I left about, I guess about 10 years ago. Uh, I clean houses and uh, I loved, I loved to do that. That's something my mother has always taught me. When I was young, she said, go pretend that you cleaning the house and your husband's coming home and you got to cook your supper. <laughs> and she made it so, so good that I did. I fell into that trap. <laughs> and I do. I enjoy cleaning houses. And, you know, I think there's anointing to clean house, you know. Um, yeah. A lot of people, women, don't care about it, but I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it, and uh, it's just something I do. And now I found out it's <laughs> the heart of a servant mm -hmm. is to to serve, and it's more of a servant than uh, going for finances. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've yes, taken. I can, I can yeah. see that as a ministry, you can, you can like Ministry of Health. Over the people's houses mm -hmm. that you're cleaning. Yes, I yes I can. That's a wonderful. Mm -hmm. you know, thing to be able to do. Yeah, and there was two elderly ladies in the 90s that I took care of. Oh. And uh, one of them, I, I only, well, I took care of her home. And then 
I would do other things for her. I don't mean to interrupt you, but we're about to run out of time. Is there anything you would like to share with the viewers, especially mm -hmm. before we sign off? Yeah. Uh, I'd say anyone out there that don't know Jesus, please accept him because he is our life and he will direct us and teach us and guide us in everything that we need to know. And I pray that you will receive the Lord. Thank you so much. This is Bobby. And Frank. And Linda. Saying, God loves you, you, my friend. Yes, you, and so do we. Yes. See you next week. This program was produced by the Overcomers Ministry, a nonprofit corporation. We have a team of loving, caring prayer warriors that will intercede over your request, pray, and email you back. Contact us at intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. This is Frank. And this is Bobby. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening.